0: This is the very first I Know I'm Crazy takeover. Takeover!
1: Hey! <laughs> so you're
0: not really going to hear a lot from Naja today, but I need you to hold on tight with us, okay? Because we're going we're gonna to take you there.
2: I know I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. I know I know I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. Naja Hi
0: everybody, my name is Chelsea Majette. And I'm Genesis Adams. And we are the co-authors
1: of Flourish,
0: Growing, Growing, Growing and Glowing and in and Co-Parenting. co-parenting.
1: So Chelsea and I are two single mothers, and we wrote a book about co-parenting because we have definitely struggled in co-parenting. But at this very moment, we are healed, we are happy, we are whole, and we are focused on our children. And so we wanted to be able to give that to other single moms who may be in that space of like hating their baby daddy because we've been there. And so we wrote a book with our testimonies in mind. Um, We have journaling in there. We have practice. tools and tips and it's just for the single mom we're here to change the narrative of the single mom there's no more bitter baby mamas we are healed we are whole we are happy
0: now look I know that I am crazy because it took me way too long to get over the relationship with my baby daddy like honestly I mean the reason why it took me so long, though, is because I was more focused on acting like I wasn't trying to be with him instead of really dealing with the fact that I did want to be with him. So it just took me way longer than normal or than it should or than normal. I I, I don't know. It's just crazy.
1: And this is Genesis. I know I'm crazy because... My schedule. I'm doing too much. I'm in grad school. I have a three year old. I'm working crazy hours. I'm staying up like all night. I think I get like four to five hours of sleep. I'm I'm just doing too much. So I really think that we can kind of talk about that
0: because you do do a lot, Genesis, I, the both of us between being in grad school and having a toddler or being a business owner and having a 10 year old who has a life of her own that I have to really work my schedule around her. I mean, it just gets a little hectic sometimes we I think we might we might need a break. And sometimes we're not able to get that. So given the fact that you have all these things going on, Genesis, what does self care look like for you?
1: So self care for me at the moment, um, I'm glad that me and my son's Father, we co-parent from different states, so currently my son is actually with his dad and he will be with his dad for a month. So that gives me time in our in my schedule now to just kind of rest and focus on other things um, and just do some of the things I haven't been able to do because I'm taking Joe to daycare, you know, I'm making sure he's good all the time, but now I get to like kind of focus on my schooling or, or be able to stay up and do homework, whereas before it might be me in the bed and Joe was throwing like a stuffed animal in my head while I'm trying to write a paper. So now I just kind of get to come down from that. And so it's making sure that me and his father have created a schedule in which I do get that time to rest every now and then because it's important. Otherwise, I will literally probably lose my mind. And I mean, that's a great thing that you
0: have that. I will say for me, I don't have a self-care routine or regimen or anything right now. Even when I'm going out to, um, because I sing and do all these other things, but when I go out to events, I'm normally working. So either I'm singing or I'm supporting someone else in my band or I'm, you know, being the run dummy to make sure that everybody else is good. So I really don't have a time to just sit down and do. Aside from the fact that um, I'm, you know, doing hair all day and then my daughter, she's in dance and, track and geography club and anything else that you could think of that a 10 year old could do I'm pretty much at her beck and call so I don't really get a lot of time to to do that and uh, my daughter's father and I we co-parent from the same city and uh, I drop her off every morning for school he picks her up every afternoon so that is definitely a big help for me but I still don't get any downtime. <laughs> it feels like my life is cluttered. My room is cluttered. Cluttered. It's just. It's just. It's just a mess. It's just a mess.
1: But what about going out of town, Chelsea? Because I see you on Instagram and you be out. You be out of the city. how does that work or play into your self care? So you're saying you're not getting no self care? What?
0: I'm and- not getting no self care. I'm gonna tell you. I just went to um, DC last weekend and I went for um, two of my good girlfriend's birthdays. Um, We got there very, very late at night. Um, I mean, it was like, it was like nine or something like that. But either way, we didn't go out until 11. I was tired already from working that day, procrastinating and packing that day. And then having, you know, to have the drive down, I mean, up to D.C. After we go out, we're out for a little while. I'm tired because I don't get rest. So, being out was fun, but it wasn't fun because I was, I was sleepy. So then we got up the next day, we were out all day, we were drinking, tired again, Sunday. I mean, it was just, it was just, it wasn't relaxing. It was kind of like, okay, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. So that is not my idea of self-care. And I didn't go because it was something for me. Again, I went in support of somebody else. So, you know, um, I yeah.
1: So I think what we're getting at is that moms, it's important to find some type of time. Because even when we went to Atlanta, we went to a, a conference mm-hmm. and we just straight went to the conference. We went out <laughs> to eat maybe once and then we didn't even make it to Lenox. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the general consensus was that we were both tired like, all right, let's go home.
0: Matter of fact, I bought a ticket to a concert to go to in Atlanta that same night of the conference. And I was like, I'm tired. So I just was like, forget the money. I, I got to go to sleep. I think my head was hurting too. See, I,
1: <laughs> Yeah. So mental note, we need to pencil in some time for ourselves. Because mm-hmm. even while Joe is away, I'm still like doing a lot of work, actually. Yeah, even though it's a little f- more freeing, I'm still working. I need to go to a spa or something.
0: Yeah, mental yes. note. <laughs> but I want it for free. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that's always nice. Yeah, that, that's right. always nice.
0: So let's let's talk about um, because we get a lot of backlash just, and I'm just gonna lump the quote unquote baby mamas in a in a little general section here. But we get a lot of flack about child support and, you know, spending the money on your nails and your hair and all these other things. So, I mean, what's, Genesis, in your mind, should child support be used for specific things for the mom as well? Is it just, you know, I mean, cause there's a lot going, a lot of back and forth about how the money is used when really it's not even almost, okay, well, I'm not gonna go there. I know Najra want me to go there, but I'm not gonna go there, Najra. <laughs>
1: So I am a big proponent of child support, and I think the mother should be able to use it for whatever she needs to use it for. Um, That's just my especially if the mother has full custody of the child. Children cost a lot of money um, and it's just no way of being able to say, oh, this set amount is going to cover all of these things for this particular amount of time. So many things can come up. Um, regarding a child you just never know and I think if a mother is consistently taking care of your child you should even want her to have like that extra money to be able to say look I just need to I just want to go sit down and get my nails done that's my view but I I don't get child support I want to but I don't get it (laughs) um I think it's I mean And I would use it on daycare. And if I needed to pay for gas, I would use it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm transporting my child. Um, That's the same thing. And if I wanted to go sit down and relax for a little bit, I'm worth it. Um, I birthed your child. Um, I'm taking care of your child Monday through, you know, the 365. So um, I'm a big proponent of it. And I'm sure there are a
0: lot of women that do take advantage of child support. I don't get child support either. Um, It has come up in conversation, but... I just didn't feel like doing it. I've seen how child support battles can go and I did not want to be a part of that. So, I just I just just declined. I'm I'm good on that. And and what's crazy is I probably would have gotten a lot less. And now we we just do everything half and half. So, we half and half um dance, we half and half field trips, we half and half all of that. So, however, she is in my care majority of the time. So, even though we have and have, there are are some things that I do take care of that I don't even tell him about because, you know, sometimes I feel like it's really not that deep. You know, she got a a field trip that's $25. I'm not going to call him and ask him for, you know, those couple of dollars or whatever. So there are just little things that I um, don't bother him about. But there I know that there are a lot of women that do take advantage of child support and, you know, their children go to school with bobos on and they have on red bottoms, but I have never experienced that. So I can't speak to that. Um, I know a lot of times there's always somebody in the man's ear as well saying, Well, she this that and the third, she da 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 and I'm you know, I've I've had that experience with outsiders, but um, I know we also have to touch on the topic of the stepmom, the bonus mom, like that sort of dynamic because we both get a bad rap from them to us and us to them. Um when I don't think it's warranted, I think I think the status quo is that we're supposed to be beefing, but we really we really don't have to be. Um my daughter's father is married. Um we're cordial. His wife and I, you know, we speak. She just had a baby shower. So, you know, I got her a gift and or got them a gift. So it's not any um, animosity, I don't think. But I do think I do believe that in the past and even now being honest that um, we're not as transparent and as open with each other as we could be. And I think that's the bigger issue because. Um, What I've come to find is any time I am asking him for something or even if I speak his name, then people automatically think that I want to be with him. And that's not the case. (laughs) I just want him to do what he's supposed to do, me do what I'm supposed to do. And I want us to be able to do that together. And I know that people are going to think what they're going to think, but, you know, you kind of have to just get over that. But I think that's a big issue between stepmoms and or bonus moms and. And biological moms. What say ye, Genesis?
1: And so my son's father isn't married, and I don't know if he's dating. That's not my business nor my concern. But, uh, well, not right now until, you know, that person meets Josiah. But what I will say is that I feel like whenever a baby mama does refer to the father, Um, in any type of public way, then there's immediately this association like she must still want him or she must blah, blah, blah. For me, my son's father is a musician. So I love sharing clips of him because if he wins, Josiah wins. And for me, that's a win for me. And so it's not always like oh, I want him or I I want to be back with him. Sometimes it's like, I just want to encourage him because when he does well, Josiah going to pop too. And Josiah will have somebody to look up to and be like, yeah, that's my dad. I always want him to have pride in the fact that that's, his father. I've had people, you know that little anonymous game on Facebook, mm-hmm. I had somebody um write me like, are you still in love with your um child's father? And I'm like, of course I love my child's father. I'm supposed like that's just who I am and that's where I want us to be. But I think when you get to sharing or talking about that person, people immediately want to make that connection. And so it'll be important for me when my son's father does get married or does get a girlfriend to just let her know, like, I just want him to do well because Josiah does well in the mix of that. If you're there, too. I mean, I'll share you, too. I mean, it's not it's not that big of a deal for me. It's just we all can win in this. That's my perspective.
2: Are you a woman dating, engaged, or married to a man with kids? I'm Naja Hall. I'm a stepmom and a certified master stepfamily coach. After many years of running one of the most engaged and diverse blended family communities, I realized that women like us have issues and we experience feelings of isolation, confusion, and fear that are just different from any other role in our family. I've created a space just for stepmoms. This space is different because it provides a sense of community and it's not attached to your social media profiles. I've gathered licensed therapists and specifically trained experts to teach real tactics on how to deal with a high conflict ex, how to connect with your stepchildren, stepmom anxiety, and every other topic you can think of. If I'm speaking your language, then join VIPstepmom.com. A monthly membership costs less than a glass of wine. Sign up for a membership today,
0: so I used to share um posts and stuff, but once he got into a serious relationship and then got married, I had to kind of filter the the type of things that I would do or would say on social media. Some of that is just out of respect for her, but some of it is just to save my sanity for people saying, Oh, she just wanted da da you know whatever um and it's it's kind of difficult because you do have to go back and forth with yourself about, well, dang, should I share this or would this be inappropriate? You know, and, and I just don't feel like that should be a factor. Um, some people's intentions are not the best, but I can only speak about my intentions. And I agree with Genesis. You know, my daughter's father is also a musician. So... When well, he does look at that. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what y'all done did? Right. Um but yeah, so my daughter's father is a musician, so I share her same sentiments when it comes to that. But the the difference now is and I think it's just because we're closer, I'll take uh, our daughter to something that he's playing at. I don't go often, but I take her because I want her to see us interacting. I want her to see me supporting her father. And the different events that I have had, her father has come to support me in those things as well. Like the um, our book launch, he showed up to that, stayed for the whole time, mingled. And I just, my heart really um, smile at that because it's like, you know, we're really getting to a place where we're able to do things without thinking about what somebody else is going to think because we know where we stand. Um, But I think that it's important for whomever the father is, and, and don't get me wrong, we're speaking as mothers because we are mothers, but this goes for mothers, fathers, grandparents, whatever. But it is very important that The father, if he is dating someone else to set those boundaries and to say, okay, this is how this is. This is how this is. Because once you put something in your new boo's head about your baby mama, then she's going to run with that. So even if you all do grow um, to a, to a better place, then she's going to still have stuck in her head. Well, he said she was crazy and he said that it, uh, well, yes, I was crazy, but I got pregnant at 17. So yes, when I was in high school, I was knocking on doors. Do you want to be with him or not? I'm not doing that now because I'm a business owner and my sanity is worth more than me going back and forth with you. So I think, um, it's a charge to, to dads as well, to make sure that they are giving the facts, giving the truth. So, you know, he doesn't know that or she doesn't know that you called your baby mama two weeks ago to get up with her. Oh, you know, I mean, I mean, that didn't happen to me because I don't feel like dealing with that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, (laughs) like, keep it cute, put it on mute.
1: But you know, I think it's also harder when you're two attractive people, like people immediately think that mm-hmm. maybe you are going to get back together or go back and forth because you look good together. Cause or, me and Dennis is fine. <laughs> I know you can't see behind this <laughs> mic, but uh <laughs> but yeah, I think people immediately want to like create that kind of drama or tension when you look a certain way, like, why y'all not together? Are y'all sure you not sleeping together? Like that type of thing. It's people. Like, people need to mind their business. Mm -hmm. Just mind your business. That's all.
0: (laughs) So, okay. Another thing that um, I was thinking about while we were talking about this, you know, being attractive and whatnot is Mm -hmm. that... What about when we start dating, you know, other guys and um, things pop off with that, like... You know, sometimes I feel guilty about wanting to um, do stuff with other people. Um, not because not because of my daughter's father, but because um, I am a mom and I feel like I'm supposed to carry myself in a certain way. And I know we all grown and all that good stuff.
1: Do what type of stuff? Um... <laughs>
0: I need a Jeopardy. Do, 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 do,
1: do. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know anything. Um, like just go on a date. Or are we talking about like s- sex? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because
0: you know, I mean, it's Jesus. I mean, you know, and sometimes <laughs> I have to call on him. I have to call on him. Um, I don't be doing nothing now. I don't, I don't do anything now. Um, but I had a stint, you know, and I did kind of feel a way about it. Um, just because I'm a mom and and we get a lot of backlash, like, you know, oh, well, did you have so and so around your kid or did you da 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 And it's just like, but while my kid's supposed to be with you, they with their mom they grandma, your mama. So how you gonna talk to me about what I'm doing with the baby not with you? That doesn't make any sense. So sometimes I do um I want to go out and I want to do things, but I feel like maybe I should hold off because like, my baby is 10 So, and she's about to be 11 in February. So we got a good seven more years and she's out of there. So I'm just like, dang, can you hold out for seven years? Because this, this 10 went by fast. Can you hold out for seven years and then just like date and then travel and all of that? Or do you want to be serious with someone now and introduce your child to that person and then they get attached and then, you know. It's a lot. Because I don't think a lot of dads think about that. But that's just my perspective.
1: It's always harder on the moms. Like, always. And if I can be perfectly honest, I know that I was bound for a long time. And that's in this idea of a family. And so dating was, like, not an option. Like, we're not even together. But I'm still Mm -hmm. respecting you to the point of I'm turning down dates. Because it's just that idea that, okay, well, maybe it'll come back around. Maybe it'll happen again. You know, so I'm like turning out good men, you know, Uh good men who could be good stepdads Um, and just constantly like kind of still thinking about that. Like I'm a big believer in soul ties and that Uh you are once you have a baby, you are definitely tied to that person because I see too many mothers like single moms attached to that idea of. Oh, yeah, we'll get back together. We'll have this whole family um, and be and be stuck in that for years. And so for me, I think for dating, that has been the biggest thing, like going back to that, that idea of him. Like, what will he say if he finds out like I'm dating somebody or what what will happen? Like, does that dismiss our future? Mm -hmm. And I mean, the point is, you need to move on, really. um, And you need to let go, because if it didn't work, then. Um, and you're still having the same problems chances are it's not going to work now
0: yeah and I remember being um I remember being on the campus of auntie and and being pregnant and saying to him okay I'm gonna wait for you like you do what you want to do because I know that guys need that time to just be guys and have sex and just do what they want to do so I said okay well you do what you want to do and I'll be here when you when you are done and that n- was never done <laughs> Like golly. And then when he was done, he didn't choose me. And I was like, wait, but I waited. Like I kinda. I kinda <laughs> waited. Um, I kinda got tired of waiting a little bit, but but I but I waited. So so when um the the new boo came into the picture, I was kinda like a little stuck, like and for a while, because they dated for a while before they got married, for a while I was like, Oh, no, they're gonna break up. It's okay. Like this is just another, you know, he's trying to see She is prepping him to be my husband. That was a dub. That did not happen. That did not happen at all. Um, But I'm glad that I'm at a place now that I can see where I was then and how crazy and immature my thoughts were so that I am able to help someone else who is saying, well, it'll just be, or I'll just wait. No, you won't wait. You do what you need to do. You start that business. You go get your degree. You date, 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 date. And then you figure out, from all of that, you'll be able to figure out what it is that you want out of life. Um,
1: because dating is dating helps you collect data. Mm. Um, that's something my pastor says. Oh, as, that was good. As well as like one of my favorite influencers. Um, it's, it's collecting data because obviously you are at a point with your son's father or your daughter's father in which you were picking the wrong mate. And so dating helps you get to the point of saying, I don't like this. I certainly don't want that, um, and but this is what I need. And so you have to date in order to figure out, okay, this is what I want my life to look mm-hmm. like. Um, and so if you never even step out there, you'll constantly keep choosing the same person. Even
0: going back to the beginning of the podcast when we talked about self-care and not having a moment to just kind of woosah, all of that leads to like depression is real. Mental illnesses are real and a lot of times we don't think about the picture that we've allowed someone to paint for us or that we've painted for ourselves and how it really affects us mentally, uh, physically and emotionally. So that's a really big part of it is making sure that you're taking care of your of yourself when it comes to even down to dating, you know, and not being so consumed with the idea of what you wanted it to be, but really seeing if there are other options that are going to progress you as a person, as a woman in love, in life, in business, in general.
1: Um and I I just want to go back to that piece of what it means to be cheated on while pregnant. Ooh, Jesus. Um because I've met so many in our stories alone but I've also met so many other um, women who have experienced that as well and what that does to a woman like care, while carrying a child and what it does the aftermath of that as well um, going back to that idea of like not idea but the reality of depression anxiety. Um, just emotional distress mm-hmm. that is so real. Like one of the most the most beautiful experiences becomes corrupted and perverted, um, and I think that that is just one of the hardest things for women to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm speaking from my own truth. It's one of the hardest things to get over, um, and so many mothers go through it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is complete chaos and turmoil in your mind because you just feel like, okay, I'm not enough for a relationship. Like, you can't even wait. Nine months, because we know even in um, a pregnancy where it's two parents who are you know, in love and, you know, married, have great jobs or whatever, the slightest bit of stress on a woman could um, have negative effects on her pregnancy or on her child. So a lot of times when you're when you're not in love with a person or when you're not with a person um, in a monogamous relationship and they're pregnant, you don't think about their mental health. You don't think about what you're doing and how it affects them, because you're thinking, just like you were thinking when you all were just single or just hanging out or whatever. It's a completely different ball game, and I don't think a lot of men think about that, um, either. And and even going past the pregnancy, but having the baby, um,
1: a you- lot of. A lot of men don't even know how to handle like the postpartum Mm -hmm. like that just and you know, these are indicators and things that we should look for as women before we get pregnant Mm -hmm. in reality, because you want that you want to be able to see that person when when things are not great, when it's a stressful environment, what are your actions? What are you going to do? And postpartum, a lot of men just cannot handle the emotions that women go Mm -hmm. through. Their bodies are changing everything like that disrupts them in a way where it's like they go searching for something else it's it's weird and it's like um ari from um oh girl she's on instagram under the real kyle sister not to plug her anything well she's i mean she's great um (laughs) but just hearing her story um which is so similar to ours as well you know he left her um from her perspective or what she says um, after she had this child and she was going through postpartum depression. And so she was saying that her emotions were up and down and he couldn't handle it. And so just even thinking about like a man leaving you at that point or or just not being fit or capable mm-hmm. himself to hold that the weight of all of that. Um, it's really deep.
0: And, you know, I, I was talking to someone um, a couple of weeks ago about. Even after the pregnancy, we always say, you know, well, he doesn't know how to be a father. You have to give him time. But you don't automatically have a child and just there's a rule book that comes out with it. Like it it doesn't work like that. So, of course, moms are held to a higher standard. So because we are expected to take care of the child And, and don't get me wrong, I expect any man who has a child to take care of their child, but stereotypically, we don't put as much on the dads. Like we hear more about a deadbeat dad than we do hear about a deadbeat mom. Not that they aren't out there because they are, but that's what we hear. So you already have this um, position that you have to, these shoes that you have to feel that you don't even know how to feel yet. So. When you make a mistake or you don't do something right, there's a lot of backlash that comes with that. And I suffer from postpartum depression really, really bad. Even during my pregnancy, I didn't have any morning sickness. I didn't have any pains, but my emotional distress was so, so high that I really did not think that I was going to make it through. I didn't think I was going to make it full term. Um, So even after that, when I experienced postpartum depression, I did not know what that was. I didn't really find out what postpartum depression was until... Years later. And when I look back on, it, I was like, dang, that's exactly what I was experiencing. Dang, that's what I went through. Um, because that's another thing that we really do not talk about a lot in our community, in the black community. We don't talk about it a lot. So, um,
1: And honestly, I think it's hard for us determine it, to determine if it is postpartum de- depression because so many women go through a lot mm-hmm. that would be, it would be abnormal if you didn't feel anything. Like, it's hard to distinguish if I'm just reacting to what you have done to me Mm -hmm. versus I have a chemical imbalance in my body. Right. Like, it's, I mean, I don't know if I could, if I would say I had it or if I was just pissed off, like, and I had every right to be. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then I often
0: think about, like, okay, will this person ever come and apologize to me for what happened? You know, and, and. It's, it gets to the point where you have to get over and it sucks, but you you just kind of have to get over it because you, you have to just pretend that you got the apology and you have to move on with your life because eventually down the road, you're going to see that they're going to have possibly may have a baby with someone else. And you're going to see the post where they're like, Oh, you're the strongest woman. I know you did great during labor. And it's like, well, damn I went through labor. Like, am I not strong because of that? And it really messes with your mind. So you kind of have to, I've learned that I may have to initiate that conversation and say, look, this is how I felt. This is how I feel now. And I don't want to discredit anything that you have going on, but I have to free myself from this because, you know, I don't want to keep comparing myself like, you know, okay, well, okay, she's, she's, She's better at pregnancy. Oh, she's better at you know whatever. When when that's not the case, we're just two different people, and we we found love from the same person at a different time, and one was just stronger than the other. One was more mature than the other. The love was more mature than the other, and that's just what it was. It had nothing to do with me as a woman. So with that self care comes working on that self esteem and you know, what you say to yourself every day, which is why Genesis and I, in our book, we have 14 affirmations for the single co-parenting mom to be able to say to yourself every day because it does get hard. And it's not, it's not easy to maneuver through all the things that you may deal with um, with your baby daddy or vice versa, your baby mama. So Genesis, do you have a piece of advice that you would give... A, struggling baby mama at this point?
1: My piece of advice would be to focus on your child and yourself. I think a lot of issues come because we still want to be heavily associated with whatever the baby daddy is doing. We want to find out who they're dating and we want to still follow them on social media. We want to, you know, we want to check up on that person too much. But I think when you Mm -hmm. focus on yourself, when you learn what your goals are, what your passions are, um, when you focus on your business, whatever it is, then God then God automatically um, just opens up that door for you to flourish, um, honestly. That has been the case for me. Once I stopped putting so much stock in that relationship and I I started focusing on me, I mean, doors literally have been opening.
0: My advice would be to be assertive and to be direct. Um, For a long time, I felt like maybe I just shouldn't say this or maybe I shouldn't say that. And I was killing myself inside because I knew that it needed to be said. It needed to be, you know, I want to meet the woman that you're dating that's around my child, that I want to meet her. So I'm not going to, for the sake of people feeling like I want you or that I want to be combative. No, I'm going to say, hey, if there's a time that we can all just go out, we can sit down, you know, we can go to a public place or whatever, but I really want to meet her because the The problem comes when he or she has put something in their significant other's head about you that is not true. And if that person is a, a person of discernment, then when they meet you, they can see, okay, well, they're going to question what they said. Okay, was this a long time ago that this happened or... Oh, she doesn't seem that bad or he doesn't seem that bad or whatever. So be assertive. Don't be scared. Don't be hiding behind the windows and the doors and all of that. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. Be respectful. But it's okay to, it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to express those feelings in a manner that is going to be um, positive for you and then ultimately for your child. Um, so look, guys. We got to go, we had so much fun today. Um, you have to tell Naja how much you enjoyed our takeover so that we can come back and um, you know talk to you a little bit more because we got a whole bunch to talk about. But I'ma let Genesis give you a little bit more information on how to reach us and all of that good stuff.
1: So if you are interested, one, in getting a book, all you have to do is look us up on Amazon, but also we have our book available for purchase on our website at www.Flourish921.com. You can also reach out to us on Instagram at Flourish921, as well as on Facebook at Flourish921. Get your book, sis. We are so excited, um... Tell Naja again to have us back. Know, no
0: like, no like seriously, have us back.
1: <laughs> Alright y'all. Bye.
2: I